true me this yes. morning. It's yes. not me. Yes. It is the Holy Spirit yes. Yes. that is speaking to us. It's not yes. that It's the Holy Spirit. Yes, so we, we thank God because God is, is speaking to us individually. It, it, and when, when he's speaking, as uh, it's two edges sword, and speaking, he's speaking through me, it's also ministry to me. Yes. Those things that I'm, I'm speaking out, they are also blessing me, Hallelujah. challenging me, Hallelujah. reforming me, building yes. me. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we go, we come to today's topic that is before us. He say, I am discouraged. He mm. say, Beth, I will remember you. Amen. It's taken from Psalm 42. So let's just quickly go to Psalm 42 and see what is saying there. Let me just read from verse one so that it will have a lasting impact on our heart. You know, let me just start from um, verse one. Okay. It says, as a heart panted after the water brooks, so panted my soul after thee, O God. My soul tasted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. Why they continually say unto me, where is thy God? Mm. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise with a, a multitude that kept holy day. What had thou cast down, O oh my soul? That is really where the body is now. We are taking the body from. He said, why are that cows down, oh my soul? And why are that disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. Hallelujah. Man. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his containers. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and from the Hermonites and from the Hemiza. So these are the... This is the thing. This, this is the word before us today. Is our soul cast down? I, am, I, am I discouraged? Are there situations in our lives that as though oh, has become like mountain? Whatever it is, it, 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 I, I, I'm discouraged because my expectations are not forthcoming. Uh, uh, because of that, I'm discouraged. Fear and apprehension, I'm discouraged. The uncertainty and unknown and discouraged. There, there are so many things that, 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 that tends to wear us down, that tends to, to make us to doubt and, and, and be apprehensive and be afraid. Oh, how can this be? How is it going to be like? But the Lord is addressing you and I this morning. He said, be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are just going to go to the topic. It's so it's very straightforward, you know. So we'll go and read it right now. He said, when you are disappointed, what are you to do? When you are dis disappointment can come in different forms. Sometimes we are even disappointed in ourselves, maybe due to the decisions we have made in the past. Sometimes the enemy projects such things into our mind. The enemy has done it to me again and again and again. I better always reply him and say, you know what? If any man be Christ, any creature, it is a passive way. I'm no longer the creature that you know before. I'm now in Christ and he's able to restore all that similar loves to me. That's the way I talk to Satan. Because you see, when he speaks, dominion is in our mouth, from in our mouth. When he speaks, that was the Lord Jesus Christ showed us the pattern. You know, when he was talking to Jesus, he said, ah, you are the son of God, you have all the power. You are hungry, you are fasting 40 days, convert this stone. And we know what the, the Lord Jesus Christ told him. So we shall always speak, we will always speak to whatever the situation. Max Lucado says, when God doesn't do what we want him to do, it is, it is not easy. Where he is saying that sometimes, when God do not really do, does not do what we want him to do, our expectation, what, what we are expecting from him, and it's not forthcoming, eh? he said, it is not easy. 
It is not easy for anybody. We know it is not really easy. We know that it can be, it can be tough. But that is why the God is saying, be still and know that I am God. It never has been, and it will never be. Yes, all our brethren, the, the, all the heroes, all the men, women of faith, if, if when they were alive, they would also speak the say in the same manner that it is not easy. It has never been easy, and it will not be bad. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And that's why Paul began to say in Romans 8, at least from 32, was saying that is he hide? What is that that can separate us from the love, love of God? Nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's why, you know, Paul says that. So we'll, we'll, we'll read. He said, it has ever been. Faith is the conviction that God knows more than us. So everything has to be the father way. Even though this thing is not the way I expect it to be, even though it's not coming the way I expect it, I will yet hope in God. God wants us to have faith in him. And that is why the Bible says, when, when you are a believer, you must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder that has faith in him that are diligent in seeking him. When a man is diligent, it means that there are things that can come to distract you. But you just do what you say, no, I will hold on to God. I will believe in him. So that is, that is it, brethren. He said, disappointment is caused by unmet expectations. And there is a cure for it. So, how disappointment comes when I have expectations that is not being met. You have expectations that are yet not being met. Let me use that word, yet. Because whatsoever we desire, the Bible says, believe, believe, believe that you have received it, you shall have it. So that God is not doing it now, now, now does not mean that he's not going to do it. It's possible God is even having a better thing for you and me, greater than our head, our five senses can ever fathom or imagine. So this is the, the word for us today is wait, be still, and know that I am God. So we read on with he said, and is is cure by revived expectations. What does that word mean? Revived. What does it mean? When I said it out in the dictionary, he said, he said to remark, to remake, to reverse, to renovate, to reconstruct, to redo. That's what that will mean. That is the cure. What does that suggest to brethren? That means that when there are situations in our lives or dreams, expectations that are not forthcoming, so to say, but, you know, we are being told this morning that God, he will never fail. God will never give up on us. The word of God is faithful and true. Be still and know that I'm God. So in that case, if something cross up that, that are not in harmony with the word of God, and I'm asking, remember the Lord said, if we ask, if we pray according to his will, he hears it. He continue to hear, present continuous, hear it. So we know as believers, we're not going to ask anything that is outside of his will. And Satan is resisting us. We know Satan can resist. We, we see that one in Daniel, where Daniel was praying for 21 days, and the, the priest of Persia heard the prayer. That can happen. Satan can resist. Enemy can resist. 
what are we supposed to do? That means we can apply the word of God. We can apply, we can speak for the word of God. We can hold tightly to the promises of God. Whatever God has says, has said consigning that situation, consigning that I can hold on to it. God, you said no shall be buried in the land. God, you are the one that says solitary in family. You are the children are the heritage of the Lord. You know, I can quote. You, the, the, you know, I, the word, yes, the, the portion, I'm sick. Oh, you are my healer, you are my Jehovah Rapha. You know, so I can quote the word of God cannot put sickness in me. God cannot put sickness on me. No, he cannot put sickness on me. So I know it is a desire that I should be married. I, I want to be married. And if there is delay, you know, I know that it is not God. I went through that. I went through, I didn't marry early. That's why my children are young. But he did it. He did it. You know, Satan will always fight. Satan will always resist. But we are more than conquerors. Through Christ that loves us, have given his life to us. The Bible says, if God could not withhold his only son, what is that thing that God will withhold from us? So we can turn the situation around, brethren. That is what that is the kill. Speak the word of God. When you speak the word of God, God will honor it. Jesus Christ, our high priest. When we are complaining and mumbling, he has nothing to work with. But when we bring his word to him, that is the material he will work with. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. He said, don't panic. Don't give up. Be patient. God is in control. It aren't over till it is over. So when you are disappointed, what do you do? First, look inward. David asks, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? How do we look inward, brethren? Look, look at the things you are expecting. Review it again. Are they in line with the word of God? Why do I need this thing? Is it just to satisfy the flesh? Do I really need it? There are things we should ask ourselves and be sincere with our demands. Do I need it? You know, am I asking a miss? James said, you ask, you do not receive because you ask a miss. Am I asking a miss? What I'm asking for, is it in harmony with the word of God? Those are the things that we should look at when he say, look inward. Look inward. That is one of the things that we are to today. We have to, David asked, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? Admit how you feel. You, you, you can't deal with what you don't acknowledge. First of all, is to acknowledge how you feel. How do you feel you bring it before the Lord? It's not a sin. It's not a sin for me to cry before God. It's not a sin for me to tell God how I feel about these things. I can it's my father. I can say, Lord, I don't, I don't, some people even say, I don't really understand you, God. I mean, you can allow me to just stay like this. You have no sin. It's, it's, it's even, it's like a demonstration of your intimacy with God. You have loved him. You have had a counter with him. Before you can talk to God like that, you have had a counter with him. You have really know that he's your God and you are really serving him with all your heart. You can ask God such things and he will provide answer. It will answer you. Hallelujah. Ask God to show you the root of the problem. That is very instructive. He can show you. We can wait on him and be patient. He can show us the root of the problem. Is it pent up anger, envy, unforgiveness, pride, loss, physical, and mental fatigue? So these are the things. Is it something that we have we have we have known it over the years. It has been there. We just we just petty. We just try to to camouflage. We just try to ignore as though it's not there, but it's there. You are you are just you are just you know as though neglecting as though ignoring it. 
you, you try to, you know, to flatter yourself, we flatter ourselves and do all kinds of things to cover up, is not the solution to it. So God, what is God saying to us? Now he said, be open to what he reveals. Look upward. David says, I will hope in God. I will praise him. Yes, because that's where our help comes from. Our help comes from God. God is absolute. There is nothing we can receive. There is nothing we can have without God. You know, John the Baptist was saying that, I said, Christ will increase, he will decrease. He said, there is nothing that you can receive that you have, that you have not received from heaven. So it is a law, it's all about God. You know, it's all about God. Everything is all about God. God can decide to plant people in your way, bring people in your way to help you. It's all about God. Hallelujah. God is faithful, brethren. God is faithful. Instead of focusing on your discouragement, focus on the one who knows the way out. That is, focus on God. It's God that knows the way out. We, we, we cannot help ourselves. The Bible says, while we were here without strength, Christ died for us. While we were here without power, even the strength to even believe in him, to receive Jesus, to be reconciled back to God was not there. Everything. The Bible says, no, the Lord Jesus Christ says, no man can come to me unless the Father draws him. And that is why we pray. People, those people that are not born again, our family, that in, in among us, our colleagues are not, we pray for them. Because why do we pray? So that God can touch their heart and their blindness will be taken away. The light of God will shine upon their understanding. They will now see the need to give their life to Christ. It's only, you know, forgiveness comes from God. And for any man to be born again, God has to draw him. So that's why we must always look up. We must always depend on God in anything that we, 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 we need and that we have to do. We must always depend on him. Then we read. Remember God's past faithfulness. Is there anything God has done for you in the past that you can recollect, you can lean upon and say, God, I have done this for me. We also do this for me. God, I have done that thing for me. Somebody like me now, when somebody is sick, I can, I can boldly tell the person, lean on God, God will heal you because he has done it for me. And when I have challenge, when I have any challenge, I have any problem that I know I, I, is beyond me, then what do I do? I, I reach out to God. I pray to God, God, uh, help me out. Send me help. You have done this for me in the past. I rely on you. I lean on you. Even in this, you will help me. Is there something God has done for you in the past that you can lay hand upon and say, yes, God, I did this for me. The other time, we also do it for me. That is why in, in Psalm 103, we see what, what the, Lord, the Lord was saying. He said, the people of Israel, they know me by arts, by miracle, by science, and by wonder. He said, but Moses knows my way. We must come to know the ways of God. We must know, because if we know his way, we know his nature and his character, Whatever challenge I'm passing through now, I know that he's going to help me out and solve it for me because he has done it in the past. That I will not be bitter. I will not be bitter against him. I will not complain because I know he will do it because I, I will draw strength from what he has done for me in the past. And that is the way of God. We must know him. We must have that intimacy with him. We must know his operations, the way he, he oppressed. Because you see, the, the, the ultimate, the mind of God is for us to be conformed to the image of his son. That is the ultimate. Christ in you is the hope of you. Is towards one goal for us to be conformed to the image of Christ. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. He said, focus on the one who knows the way out. Remember God's past faithfulness. David said, I am discouraged, but I will remember you. Through every trial, Joseph clung to the Lord, to the assurance that God still controls his destiny. We know the story of Joseph. In spite of all that he went through, he didn't give up. He didn't say, mm, this God, so I beg. Let me, let me, let me, let me have my way with this woman that loves me, my, my master's wife. Because if I, if I, if I, if I sleep with her, I mean, I'm in control. After all, this God, I've suffered so much, but he didn't say that. He knows that God was in charge, was in charge of his life, in control of his life. Recalling God's faithfulness builds your confidence that he will continue to provide. Remember, you don't have to understand just because you can't figure out what God is doing, doing right now. So what is this place telling us? Sometimes the, the things of God can, can we not, doesn't really make sense. Sometimes God can tell you, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's as though it doesn't make sense, you know. Let me use that word, as though it doesn't make sense because you cannot figure it out by your mind. Your five senses, how it's going to work. You can imagine when the Lord told his people, the people of Israel, to walk through Rad Jericho seven times. Do you know the wall, the wall that were defense of Jericho, the wall, that car can ride on, on, on top of the wall that was built in Jericho? God said, walk around it, blow the trumpet. The seven they blow the trumpet, the wall will fall. I mean, does it make any sense to anybody? But that was what happened. That was what happened. So sometimes God can, can, can say certain things, God can do certain things, God can tell you to do certain things, as though it doesn't make sense, you know. But he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. So we live with him in that manner of knowing that he is the ultimate. That nothing takes him on my way. Nothing takes him by surprise. He is God. He is mighty. You know, he can always have his way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't have to understand. We don't just, just go. Just do what he asks you to do. Sometimes I ask myself, will I, if I were to be it's all those people that God would say, kill everybody, kill the boy, kill everybody, will I have been able to do it? I say, I don't know. So let me just clear it because of time. Hallelujah. He causes all things to work together for good to those who love him. Don't give in to bitterness. Yes. We see that in Malachi chapter 3, where God was saying, telling them that their, their words were stout against him. That they, because they were saying that, ah, uh -uh, Psalmist even say, say, ah, uh, those who do not even know God, they are prospering. They are doing better. They don't know God. What of me? I have been born again when I was in secondary school. I keep myself. Look at all this. Look at that. Look at that. There is tendency to do that. And that can be bitterness between you and God. It's not necessary. When your hope are dashed, resentment can set in. That is it. If God is for us, who can be against us? We know the, we know the answer. Regardless of how deep the pit may seem, God is on your side. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The floor is open. Sorry for taking so much time. Please, contribution. Thank you, Star Bridget. Thank you very much. Uh, I think um, you didn't take that much. You didn't take time. You've been led by the Spirit and everything that you've discussed so far. I think um, one thing that we can keep in mind um, that, um, you know, is disappointment going to happen when we don't put that into, into part of the plan? Then we feel dejected. Uh, disappointments always happen, and this is not this is not different from what we we treated yesterday about knowing that God is still on His throne, even in spite of whatever we may have come across that is not uh, palatable. Like I might put it that way, um, but. 
today lessons, the bridges on she she's made it clear that when the disappointment come, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Because it will come. It will come. And uh, most of the time, disappointment doesn't really, um, it, it, it comes to a shock because where the source come from can be very devastating and very discouraging. And that's where it can be very hard uh, to deal with, as, uh, as, uh, as uh, Max Lusada said, that it is not easy because where the disappointment come from, uh, because of lack of preparation, because of lack of trusting God rather than trusting people, trusting God rather than trusting what we expect, trusting God rather than trusting material thing. And when our trust is not in God and disappointment rises, then it's not easy to deal with. That is the only the two different thing that I can take out of this message today. Because most of the time, David, when David said, I am discouraged, but I remember you, that's that's intertwined. Are you getting me? Because David knew that, yes, whatever happened may happen, but as long as I have God, nothing is shaking. This disappointment will not overwhelm me. Disappointment will not overtake the purpose of God. Disappointment will not overrule the promises of God. Yeah, it may slow down the process, but God plan is still gonna happen. Like my sister just said, she said, yeah, yeah, uh, that job that I wanted, if I don't get it, does that mean God is not gonna give me another job? Or the, the time for me to get married, it has passed. Does that mean I'm still not gonna get married? No, the time that the kid's supposed to come, ah, they said that oh, you're supposed to have a child as so yeah, who told you that yeah, it's that God's plan. So the plan of God is what we need to hold on to. So when the time comes that the world drop the ball. God never dropped the ball. He's still sitting on the throne. He's still doing the work that he promised to do. And because his word is remain the same, he won't go back void without accomplishing what he has been sent for. And the purpose of God in your life is that I know the thoughts that I have for you. They're thoughts of good, not of evil. And to bring you to that expected end, Evil will come, which will cause disappointment. And the purpose of disappointment is for us to place doubt in God. But as long as we do not allow those things, uh, number one is uh, look inward, look inward. Who is guiding you inward? Is that trust you have, is it in people or is it in God? If that trust is in people, you will not remember God. You will remember the circumstances. You will not remember God. You will remember the disappointment. You will not remember God because God is not in the means of it. Look inward. What's inside of you? If it's not God, get God in it. Get God in it. So when disappointment comes, you can acknowledge God instead of the disappointment. And when you look upward, when you look upward, you're looking for the future not where you're there, what your situation is right now. Looking up for upward, God say, my thought for you, the thought of the thought of good, not of evil. So if the bad thing is happening right now, that means it's not from God. You look upward for that good thing that God wants to do. David says, I will hope in God and I will praise him. That's that's a, that's the bottom line of the case. That when we look inward and God is in there and things are not working the way we want it, look upward, you will see God and it will give you that comfort that will give you that remaining strength to pursue the, 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 the good thing. And has God done anything good in the past? That this disappointment will overrule all the good things that he has done? He said, remember the faithfulness of God because God already done great things in the past. Hold on to that and remember you don't have to understand what is happening at this moment. God is walking. You may not see him, you may not feel him, but he's walking. And don't let that disappointment create bitterness in your heart because the plan of the devil is for you to have iniquity in your heart. Because when disappointment becomes an, a bitterness in your heart, you are harboring iniquity. And the Bible says God doesn't hear those who harbor iniquity in their heart. So let it go. Allow God. Look, the most important thing is that look inward. Who is inside of you? If God is not in it, brethren, please invite God into the heart and let God be in it. So when disappointment comes, you will not feel it. You will not feel it. 
disappointment in the life of Joseph. Joseph never felt any disappointment because God was with him. And may God help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Mr. Bridget. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. Our take home today, who is your confident build upon? Who? who and what? Who and what? You know, is it on that brother, on that man, the governor, that commissioner, the head of state? Is that what our confidence is built on? It has to be God, brethren. It has to be God. It has to be God. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help us not to be bitter against God. It's a terrible thing to be bitter against God. Some people are very bold though. When they begin, to, when they, the way they talk about God, he said, if you are really God, come and do this thing for me. If you are really God, <laughs> if you hear me a lot, if you are really God, come and do this thing for me. <laughs> come and deliver me from this. Come and give me this. Come and give me that if you are really God. Wow. The day will help us in Jesus' name. More contribution. Yeah, good morning, uh, Sister Bridget. Thank you very much. For amen, amen. Thank you. Um, I think everything has been discussed uh, from, from the portion that I had because I didn't start early. It is very unique. But I think the point, first point is what I was going to talk about. Uh, for us, you know, when David said, why am I discouraged? Why am I discouraged? I think acknowledgement of our current situation is very unique. And it's ther therapeutic for us to know. You know, sometimes we get into a mode of denial because we feel that because we are Christians, um, that, that uh, why, why is like you're faithless. But it is very important for us to, to acknowledge our weakness. But in acknowledging our weakness, David never settled on that particular, you know, ground that he was. As soon as he acknowledged his weakness, then he was able to see clearly to see that his, his source, his strength is in the Lord. That's why he remembered, like, even at this present situation currently, who has, you know, I've been, I've been in this situation before. Who helped me? What, what did I do? You know, he did then for us to, once we acknowledge our weakness, let us accept our, you know, our strength. I mean, the strength that we need to be able to move forward in God. You know, most of us, you know, it's easy for us since God has done multiple things for us. Before, you know, we start focusing on what he has done for us, uh, you know, the equipment he has given us. Then when those things fail, it brings sadness and disappointment into us. But it is in that place that God is trying to force to, you know, is it not a weakness that his strength is being made manifest for us to come to the real source? Because most of the time we get so depressed because we're focusing on the, the equipment as the source. But now God is redirecting us to know our true source. But let us not shy away from acknowledging our weakness. Because as we are doing it, we can really discover the true source of our strength, because as we, he said, look inward, when you look inward, you can discover, you know, you can, so you can get to the bottom of why you're really sad, you know, why, you know, what's the reason for you being beat this bitter? Why you, you know, when you think about what he said, he said, look inward, David asked, why am I so discouraged? You know, he questioned his discouragement. He said, why is my heart so sad? Admit how you feel. It is very important. As Christians, sometimes we hide, we deny that, the sadness, you know, all this, uh, you know, because we, we don't want to admit because we want to look like we are full strong in faith, but we are weak. That is why we need to hold on to the rock of our salvation. And when you think about from even great prophets, the great people, you know, have gone through this position. When you think about the battle that Christ had in, when he was praying before he was, you know, persecuted in that process. The flesh was trying to manifest itself. It is very important, you know, to admit and look for, you know, look to hold on to God because he is our equipment. He is our helper in that particular time. 
But if we don't admit, then we, we will still be trying to use our own strengths. We'll be like, oh, okay, I can overcome this. But let us admit our weakness and let us come boldly to the throne of grace so that we can look upward unto him. Father, help me. I've been weak. I need your strength. I need, you know, help to overcome this. And this is what he wants. This is the relationship that the father wants. So when we are disappointed, let us not shy away from that disappointment because sometimes our hearts get weary and that it should direct us to the father that will help us so that we can overcome our weakness. Because most of the time we want to shy away from it. We want to you know, try and refocus on something else so that we don't look weak. But it is in our weakness that his strength is, made, is being made manifest in our lives. And I hope God will continue to help us. Thank you. Amen. Oh, glory to God. We should not shy away. You know, you know, I personally, you see, when I'm crying today before the Lord, or so if I discover things in my life or things are not forthcoming, I just go to the Lord. I will atomize them as though He doesn't know. I will atomize it. I name them one by one, you know. So you know, and another way that we can also help ourselves in this matter is the Father. We should not be alone. We should not be an island. We should have friends, good godly people. Among the brethren, there should be somebody that is close to you, you can rely on, you can confide in. You know, even the Lord Jesus Christ, with all the power he has, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he went to the disciples. The weight was much on him. He said, can you pray with me? Can you, can you just pray with me for just an hour? Watch with me. He said, can you just watch with me? He needed that companionship. You know, so let us not be alone. You should have somebody that you can lean on. It helps a lot, a godly person, a Christian person, a person you trust, not a person that will leak out your secrets to people or will know. It's very, very important. Our confidence should be good. We should not shy away from our challenges. They are there. If we just amount to be religious, if we pretend they are not there, that is hypocrisy. More contribution. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Sister Bridget. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you for the wonderful world and Pastor and Brian who has been contributing. This is an important time. The message that we should think about disappointment. What does it mean? So the Bible, uh, God is God uh, that knows the end before the beginning. So I want to put it in this aspect that God sees everything. So sometimes if that disappoint that thing that we call disappointment might be according to Bible, what the Bible says, say all things work together for good to them that love him. So that disappointment might be for our own good. Sometimes the thing we want, we might get it now. I will not be able to our fellowship with God will no longer be strong or our commitment with God will no longer be unique like it's, it's supposed to be. So sometimes God might give us that, not that God can give anything. So sometimes he might give it to you, now we run away. So one thing happened that God sees, he sees the end, what is gonna be the outcome of that thing. So if that thing we call it disappointment, sometimes it will be for our own good for us to have a, 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 a commitment, a fellowship with God. Yeah. So sometimes we don't used to, we don't need to call it disappointment mm. because all things work together, whether Amen. good, whether bad, whether ugly. The Bible say it works together for our own good. Sometimes we might, have we seen someone who, have we heard a story, someone who is traveling? You just hear, don't go. At the end of the day, if the person, it might be, the person might be angry or he might be disappointed. But at the end of the day, you might hear another story. See, look at what happened. The people that went for that journey did not, they, they ended up in having one problem or the other. At yeah. the end of the day, we're going to call it. So it's just that God went to serve us. Even uh, there was a time, I uh, first time I had God saying, don't go. We are, when I was in Spain, I had him say, don't go. I was so totally angry, mad. So at that first time, I did not go. 
the result I knew what it is. But the second time I, I tried to say, to find out if it's really God was speaking, I said, don't go. When I traveled to just about four hours journey to the place I needed, I needed something. I needed the money. So when I get there, I came back. I'm angry. You understand? Mm. So mm. I, I was disappointed entirely. I was beginning to ask myself, say, had you been there? Are you obeying the voice that say, don't go? You understand? I spent my money going, coming back without achieving the purpose of going. Mm. See that? So uh, if God said, well, um, that if if he tell us something, it, might, it's, it could be for the purpose. It could yeah. be for our good. It could be mm. to work out something for us. Even though there are a lot of times we we might think that is 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 difficult. It's difficult when we see those disappointments. Maybe we need promotion, as we have said. We need promotion. We didn't get up or promotion. God, it might still be working something better than that thing we expect. So Amen. our, our prayer every day is, God, let your will in our life be done. God, Amen. we to work on your will. That will really help us not to Amen. make mistakes. As um, one of these days, we we talk about. Um, I know they thought I think towards you. We during the morning devotion this week. I know they thought God. God is God. He know what the the thing, the good thing. He know the best thing to give us at his time. But we don't. Um, we shouldn't be rushing. I know it's not easy. We shouldn't be in a haste to uh, to go down. Even if we get disappointed, God has a better plan. God help us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Elton, we thank God for this platform. You see, it's uh, because it's, it's an interactive section. You know, you find that things are, will be coming out. Even the things that one is not able to say will be coming out. Elton is working together for good today. That love God. You know, sometimes God say no. It's for our own good. Can we still have more, one more contribution before I give to, I hand over to Pastor? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, Good morning everybody. Um, I just definitely learned so much already this morning. But what I just wanted to um, say was, kind of already in line with what Ayu and Brad Wright said, but a lot of times that disappointment definitely comes from giving God our own timeline. Mm. of how we want things to go you know we know like you said when you're expecting believing god for stuff you believe our oh, god i'm supposed to be married you know children career we said we said these are the steps we want at so so and so time by this age i want to be this by that age i want to be that and you hear everybody talking about yes i told god by 30 i want to have my first millions by 40 i want to be this 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 this. and it happened for me you know so we start giving god our own timeline of where we want to be at every given time and then we get disappointed because the timeline is not the god is not following our timeline and we don't I mean, I definitely need to repent myself because that's me telling my, being God, tell, telling God that I can do better than he, that I know how my life should go. You know, that's definitely pride setting in. Like you said, we need to ask ourselves, look inward. Is there pride in your life? We need to stop giving God timelines. And like Brian said also, we need to acknowledge all the, the problem the disappointment, but not sit there. That's the key because that's how bitterness will come in because I've been there before where I would just be ruminating, just thinking about everything. Like, how could things have been different? What could have been, you know, how could things have changed? You know, like, God, you could have changed the situation. Why didn't you change it? Why, why, why? And I'm discouraged, God, this is this. And you just keep, you acknowledge it, but you stay there. That is not the way it should be. You acknowledge what you're feeling. Lord, why am I so downcast? Why am I so downcast on my soul? What is the problem? So why are you disappointed? You tackle the problem. You take it to the Lord and say, this is how I feel, God. Nevertheless, I know you're in control. You don't focus. You acknowledge it. 
what's going on, but you don't focus on the situation. You take your eyes off the situation and you put your eyes back on God. You look inward, but you take your eyes off yourself. Take your eyes off the situation and you look upward. You look to God, look to his character, look to what he's got done before, look to what he's doing in your life right now, look to what he's doing in other people's lives. Because if you keep your eyes on your situation, if you keep your eyes on your feelings, if you keep your eyes on what's going on, <clears throat> you will be bitter. You will get, that disappointment will, keep, will stay there. It's going to be, it's going to take energy. It's going to take work. You have to refuse daily, heck, moment by moment. You have to refuse to look at, to continue to look at the situation. You have to refuse to keep your eyes on it and keep your eyes on God. Yes. That's the only way. You have to make that decision. And God is going to be Jesus' name. Mm, hallelujah glory to god refuse refuse to be frustrated refuse to be dejected refuse to be depressed focus on god hallelujah you know when they were talking just i remember so the pastor let me just quickly say this one before i never see <laughs> i remember that you know when we were younger we'll come and write a list i want my husband to be like this I want my husband to have some food to Dark skin and all of that stuff. Have some nice. Pastor, I don't have no one to use. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. That's a little more a very good uh, wrap up that you've given us there. Um, right, 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 right. Yo, thank you very much. Uh, because, you know, one thing is, uh, again, a disappointment we did there. And we need to see what is happening we need to see our weakness but we cannot acknowledge that that because when we start taking it we're picking up a different cross uh we need to move on from it we need to move on from it and i like the way Brian put it don't be sanctimonious about it we are weak we're all human we are going to fall one way or the other but the bible says righteous the righteous fall seven times where we rise up and keep on moving um, many of us are weak in one way or the other. Every one of us, as a matter of fact, we're weak in one way or the other. But who is our strength? Holy Spirit. When we don't walk in the flesh, flesh has no rule in us. But when we walk in the spirit, God has total control. My brother said that, yes, first time, he listened to God. The spirit of God spoke to him. He listened. Second time, he wants to confirm whether it's the spirit of God that's speaking or not. He found out the spirit of God was the one speaking. Will he do it again? No, he will not, because now he has recognized the spirit of God speaking. That the only thing that causes disappointment is the flesh. With God, all things work together for good to them that love him, those who are called according to his purpose. Every disappointment is caused by the flesh because of the timeline of man, because of the association of man, because of how, what the eye sees, what the emotion, the five senses causes disappointment. God's disappointment is unto blessings. Hallelujah. In the life of Joseph, we can look at it. In the life of David, we can look at it. In the life of Moses, we can look at it. In the life of Jesus, we can look at it. That every disappointment in their life, because their trust is in the Lord, turns out to be blessing. So sometimes I always say, thank God for disappointment. Because actually bring God's work into open in our face. That look at you. Look at where you're looking. You're looking at the wrong side. May God help us in the name of Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, you cannot even begin to understand what we're talking about. Everything we've been saying, you will not have any understanding. So this morning is an opportunity. Just ask him, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of not been acknowledging you. I know you died for me. Wash me in your blood. This morning, I confess to you as a sinner. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. And I confess you this morning, Lord Jesus, you are the Lord over my life. To say that prayer, welcome to the kingdom of God. We pray that the Holy Spirit fall upon you and start leading you in the right path in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Look for a Bible-believing church close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and they will walk with you. If you can find a church, go on the internet, type rccg.org. 
you will find the redeemed Christian Church of God close to you. Tell them you have just accepted Christ and they will walk with you. For the rest of us, listen, there is nothing on the face of the earth that have happened to man that have never happened before. So whatever we are going through right now, God is still on his throne. All we need to do is acknowledge that this is not from God because it's taught for you, they're taught of good, not of evil. If it's not of God, push it to the side and look up to God to say you are the author and the finisher of my faith. Walk me through this. So we will not be living in resentment. We will not be managing things that will not help us to move forward. God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for your daughter that you've used this morning and all the contributors, that Lord, you will fill her back. You will give her more strength, more knowledge, more revelation knowledge of your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Is there anyone among us this morning that disappointment have tried to keep them in bondage? Lord, we pray for them this morning that by the virtue of your anointing, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, let there be a break forth for them in the mighty name of Jesus. Christ. Have we experienced any disappointment in our heart that, Lord, that we want to capture us in the, in the bondage of the enemy? This morning, we snatch ourselves out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we commit our way into your way, into your hand this weekend. Father, lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from every evil that's out there in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you because, Lord, at the end of the day, Lord, when we come back this evening, we will have all the opportunity to give you praise, to give you honor, to give you adoration in Jesus mighty name we are praying amen amen thank you everybody let us share the grace may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore amen goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore Amen. Amen. I am the one the Lord the has one blessed. That the Lord has blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Everybody, please don't look, get it wrong. We're not saying that don't acknowledge your mistake. Acknowledge your mistake and give it to God and move on with it. And God will help us all in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.